Welcome to this week's edition of the Fresh Take Podcast, brought to you by Craig's Power Equipment. This week, we're being joined by Vinny Benedetto of the Denver and Colorado Springs Gazette to talk about the Denver Nuggets. But first, let me take a second to tell you about our sponsor, Craig's Power Equipment. And guess what? Snow is in the forecast, and now's the time to start thinking about snow. And Craig's Power Equipment is helping you prepare for it with great deals on Toro and Honda snowblowers, Boston Snow X plows and spreaders, Oryx stand on and walk behind plows. And we now carry Bomalite mini skid steers. Already have snow equipment. Now's the time to get it in the Craig's for service. Box stores and the internet are not always cheaper. And at Craig's Power Equipment, all purchases are service on site and ready to go. Craig's Power Equipment, Wasatch at Vermaho in Colorado Springs. Welcome to the Fresh Take Podcast, brought to you by Craig's Power Equipment. On this episode, I'm being joined by the beat writer for the Denver Nuggets for the Denver and Colorado Springs Gazette, Vinny Benedetto. Vinny, how are you this afternoon? I'm doing pretty well, Justin. How are you doing? Doing fantastic. The Denver Nuggets, as we're uh, approaching Christmas, uh, experienced a little uh, of a uh, rough patch there. What was behind that uh, three-game losing streak? Yeah, I think it was it was a culmination of things. I mean, obviously you've got, you know, Jamal Murray's kind of been in and out of the rotation. You've had a, a really um, busy schedule that's been pretty road heavy. So, um, you know, between those two things, um, yeah, you know, I think that that three-game stretch it started on the second night of a back-to-back. They were in Phoenix and then went to Sacramento, um, came back here real quick, headed out to L.A., and then came back and lost to, uh, lost to the Rockets. So, um, and really, those are all, you know, three pretty solid teams. The Clippers are figuring it out. The uh, the Rockets aren't as young and immature as they, they have been in years past. So, um, yeah, I think it's, it's mostly had to do with, with the, the lack of Jamal Murray's availability and just a, a pretty pretty tough schedule to start the season through 25 games. Through 26 games, uh, you think there's a little bit of a championship uh, hangover? You know, after you win a championship, you kind of hit the buffet circuit. Yeah, I mean, I think that, that, that could be part of it. Um, but I think you look back at last year, and I think they got off to a similar start, you know, for, for different reasons. Last year it was um, getting Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. back in the swing of things. This year I think it's probably, you know, a little bit of the short uh, short off season for sure. And then, you know, I, I think most of it is, you know, just being without Jamal Murray for probably half of their game so far. The biggest thing I've noticed is the play of a Palmer High graduate here in Colorado Springs, Reggie Jackson. Uh, uh, what are your thoughts on on Reggie's play? Really, at times, uh, carrying this Nuggets ball club. Yeah, it seems like uh, years ago, many people in uh, you know Nuggets Nation were, were freaking out in July about. Um, giving Reggie the uh, the taxpayer mid level exception, which was you know the Nuggets really um, really only way they could they could improve their their roster this off season, um, and, and they decided to give it to Reggie, a guy who you know didn't play many meaningful minutes for the Nuggets last year, but this year he's been I think he's he's you know he's played so well that that has become a, a bargain deal for the Nuggets. You know he's he's filled into the starting lineup admirably. He's um, he's, you know, he's, he's led the bench when, when that's been asked of him. But yeah, I think um, you're just seeing a guy who came in last year, 
late in the regular season, didn't really have enough time to figure it out. Um, but, you know, everything we've heard this season was that, you know, Reggie was here all summer, was in Denver working out with, with some of the younger guys, doing whatever he could to, to expedite the, the, you know, getting comfortable, the process of getting comfortable. Um, so, yeah, I think he's been probably one of the, if you know, he's been the surprise of the season so far for the Nuggets in a positive way. No doubt about it. Uh, talk about some of the younger players who have uh, stepped up for this roster. Yeah, I mean, you know, Christian Brown is a guy who he he's the one guy of the young guys who came in the season with like a solidified role because they knew what they had in him, and, and you know, he was a guy who earned minutes throughout that that championship run last season. Um, but Peyton Watson is a guy who's been. Yeah, I think the first 15 games of the season, it was probably up and down for him in terms of production. But these last 10 or so games, it feels like he's really settled into his role, it understands what the team needs from him, and, and is being able to deliver on that You know, pretty consistently now where, where that wasn't the case earlier in the season. Julian Strother is a guy who's also really come on strong of late. Um, I think the most impressive thing about Julian, we all knew you know, from his days at Gonzaga that he was going to come in and be able to shoot mm-hmm. the ball from NBA range without, without much issue. Um, but I think he's done a really nice job of um, kind of understanding how to attack inside the three-point lane. He's not a, he's not a guy who's going to go up and dunk over somebody or have crazy finishes around the rim, but he's got a, you know, really solid and consistent floater from about, you know, 10 to even like 15 feet. So I think he's just like – like Peyton Watson, you know, Julian had some ups and downs in the first, in in the r- real early portion of the season, but he's been able to kind of pick his spots better recently, and I think he's been a he's been a big reason why that bench has had, you know, two back to back really solid games. Just looking across the uh, Western Conference, who are your surprises, and uh, who are some of the teams you are surprised at or not that are not doing uh, so well? Yeah, I mean, Minnesota atop the Western Conference right now, I think, is a, is a surprise to a lot of people. But if you look at the fight they put up against the Nuggets in the first round of that playoff series, then you factor in um, getting a couple guys like uh, Nas Reed and Jaden McDaniels back. I think that, you know, it makes it makes more sense why Minnesota's off to such a strong start. You know, Anthony Edwards is taking the leap. Uh, it feels like Rudy Gobert and Carl Anthony Towns have figured out how they're going to make that, that partnership work. Um, but then right behind him, you've got Oklahoma City, which I think is probably the bigger surprise. You know, the, the talent in OKC is, is obvious with, you know, Shea and all the other young guys they've got that are contributing. But I think for, for a team that young to be playing this well this early, I think that's probably the biggest surprise for me in the Western Conference. And then on the flip side of that, you know, I think you got to look at, at, at Golden State. You know, right now I think they're not even in the playoff play-in portion you know in mm-hmm. it early but um I, I just would have assumed that that golden state would uh you know there wasn't a ton of turnover they're they're adding in chris paul but he's you know we all know who chris paul is at this point so i didn't think that would that that process of getting him integrated into the the rotation would be uh, a big issue for them but you know yeah they're struggling right now and you know after last night and some of the other actions this season, it looks like they might be without Draymond Green for a couple more games. You think they're done with Draymond? You think they trade him or even go as far as to release him? 
Yeah, I don't know about that because, you know, Steve Kerr is kind of – he's he said, you know, they need better or more from Draymond a few times, but for the most part, they've kind of stood beside him. You know, like they could have – they had this opportunity in the offseason, and they, they chose to keep Draymond around and get rid of Jordan Poole. So I, I don't know what, what the trade market for Draymond looks like right now. I'd be shocked if they released him just because that would be – it would look pretty bad to, to trade out Jordan Poole and then have to, you know – sell Draymond Green for pennies on the dollar. Who's the biggest threat to the Nuggets at this point of the season, at least at the first quarter of it? Yeah, I mean, I think it's got to be Minnesota right now just because of they, they've got, you know, a, a big and kind of deep front court that they can, you know, guys like Nas Reed can come off the bench and, and worst case, you know, he's got six fouls to use on, on Nikola Jokic, which is sometimes you know, as much as somebody can do. Um, Anthony Edwards is a guy who's only getting better, and I think, you know, for as good of perimeter defenders as Contavious Caldwell-Pope is, you know, I think Anthony Edwards is a guy who's who's just so explosive and skilled that um, all you can do is make it tough on a guy like Ant, and, and sometimes, you know, some nights he's just going to be good enough that, that even pretty solid defense is going to end up with a – with a 30 piece from, from Anthony Edwards. So I think Minnesota's right now, obviously is, you know, at the top of the Western conference, I think they've got, they're in the best position to give the Nuggets a pretty solid challenge. What did you think about the in season tournament? Yeah, I was, I was kind of skeptical um, last, you know, when it was introduced, but I think it was definitely more positive than it was negative for the league. You know, obviously the courts were a bit much and some of those courts were like really hard to, to look at on the television <laughs> screen. I, I think the, I think they were more, uh, more tolerable in person, at least from my experience. Um, but I think the biggest win from the in-season tournament for the league is just that, that the players seem to care. And, and that has been an issue. It felt like, you know, especially in the, uh, you know, throughout November and into early December portion of the season, um, guys were engaged. It felt like there was a there was an increased level of intensity uh, in those group stage games, even for the Nuggets. So, I think I think that's a win in and of itself. And if we can get you know the the courts to be a little bit muted next year, and I and I think another good a good improvement would to be increase the um the number of group stage games like there were there were four this season i think next year it should go to eight and have you play each of the other four teams in your little pod once at home once in a way and you take those eight games to get a little bit larger sample size um in for the knockout portion of the tournament i think that'd be a positive development um, but but for a first year thing, I think it's off to to a pretty encouraging start. Did some teams take it more serious than others? Say, uh, did the Lakers put uh, more credence in winning the in season tournament than say the Nuggets? Yeah, I think so. I think there are definitely teams who who took it more seriously than others, and I think that's another um, kind of fun fun part of this tournament. You know, you look at. Um, this is the in-season tournament is kind of a spin-off of what you know a lot of uh, European soccer leagues do in terms of um, league play versus cup play. NBA in-season tournament's a little bit different because the in-season tournament games also count toward the league standings. Uh, but going back to European soccer, it's like some of those teams who are prioritizing winning the league will throw out younger um, younger lineups for for. 
uh, cup player or whatever. And I think I think you can kind of see some NBA teams operating the same way in terms of, you know, if if you have to rest guys or, you know, monitor minutes, rather do it in an in-season tournament game for whatever reason. Um, but, yeah, I think you could definitely see it in from the quarterfinals on that, that LeBron James and the Lakers really wanted to be the team to, to win the first in-season tournament. All right, Benny, thank you so much. Uh, for joining us this afternoon. We're going to talk to you uh, down the road as uh, we approach Christmas Day. As uh, many people say, that's the start of the NBA season. And then, of course, the All-Star break and the trade deadline as the Nuggets uh, try to uh, continue to navigate their way uh, through this uh, post-championship season. Sounds good to me. Thanks, Vinny.